0: Welcome to Anti-Aging Insights, where age is a state of mind and aging is a treatable condition. And now, here is your host, Dr. Terry Fisher. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast episode. If you were around last week at Anti-Aging, then thank you so much for joining us for our 20th anniversary. It was a fantastic event. We had a lot of fun, great food. We had a opportunities to walk around the clinic and see all of the machines and treatments that we offer. And I was able to give a little bit of a talk on sexual health as well as some musculoskeletal health type treatments that we do at the clinic. Along the lines of the sexual health talk, that is the topic of today's episode. And I have a very special guest joining me. I have Dr. John Leonardo all the way from Toronto joining me today. He is an expert in sexual health medicine and aesthetics. And today we talk all about sexual aesthetic treatments for men. He also does some for women as well, but today we focused on men and we talk about different types of PRP treatments as well as uh, different types of neuromodulator and filler treatments for male aesthetics. And Dr. Leonardo is a well-recognized expert in Canada in this area of medicine and it is an absolute pleasure to have him on the podcast. I was in Toronto training with him and I learned so much from him and I'm so happy to be able to be offering these treatments here in Vancouver. Without any further ado, I want to welcome Dr. John Leonardo. Welcome Dr. Leonardo to the Anti-Aging Insights Podcast. It's great to have you here. Thanks for joining uh, me and all the listeners.
1: Thank you Dr. Fisher. Nice to be here. Thank you.
0: Wonderful. We got to meet each other a little while ago when I was out doing some training with you and it was great, learned a ton, and I'm really excited to be able to be offering some some of these treatments that I learned now to patients here in Vancouver, and I want to talk about some of these treatments that I learned and that you're an expert on, but maybe before we jump into those, could you just please take a moment or two and explain who you are, your story, your background, a little bit to the listeners?
1: Sure. Absolutely. I'm originally from the United States. Um, I lived in New York city for about 20 years. So all of my medical school education is from there, um, along with a uh, residency in anesthesiology. And I worked in New York City and the New Jersey area for about eight years as an anesthesiologist. I worked with plastic surgeons, orthopedic surgeons, gastroenterologists, etc. And it was 2013 that I decided to uproot the family and bring them to <laughs> wow. Toronto. And there was a great job offer here in chronic pain management, and I'm still working in that field and the same office. And it was just through my experience with working with the orthopedic surgeons that I came across PRP as early as 2007. And I asked the owner of our clinic if he ever heard of it at the time. And he said, no, but he was interested enough to bring aboard our first PRP centrifuge. And it was fantastic. We did lots of magic with it in terms of musculoskeletal injuries. And then I found out that it had many other applications, aesthetics, and also for regenerative health and sexual health. So I took courses with Empire Medical Training. They're um, a company based out of the United States, but they had courses in Toronto. And then I came across Dr. Runnels, the inventor of the trademark names and procedures of P-Shot, O-Shot, and the um, the Vampire Techniques, and um, I became his first official provider in Ontario, and that's been about seven years now, and with that, I just rolled with everything that I have in terms of my knowledge of Botox and fillers. My background is in engineering, so if there is a problem, I would try to come up with a fix. A lot of my protocols, just from just the thought process and, and problem solving and having willing participants to allow me to figure things out.
0: That's fantastic. And having spent some time with you, your background makes a lot of sense. I could see a lot of that thought process of an engineer behind figuring out things and always looking for efficiencies and trying to improve on practices, which is great. So let's talk a little bit about these different treatments that you do and the different categories. Maybe we can break it down into the neuromodulator type treatments, and then we get into the filler type treatments, um, and also, of course, the PRP treatments. Why don't we start with the neuromodulator, since I mentioned that, and you can explain a little bit about how that can be used for sexual health.
1: Sure, absolutely. Everyone's familiar with Botox in terms of its application for anti-aging and um, as an anti-wrinkle treatment. And it sounds counterintuitive to inject it into the penis and expect all sorts of benefit. For one thing, neurotoxins, neuromodulators like Botox, Xeomin, Dysport, they relax muscles for a period of possibly two to four months sometimes even six months so when we inject it into the penis within the corpus cavernosum, there's lots of smooth muscles there and it causes those smooth muscles to relax for a prolonged period of time such that we create a low pressure system so there's less resistance for blood to flow and we have improved blood velocity so that helps with erections And I knew about this about four years ago at the time, there are only a couple publications demonstrating this, but I thought, you know what? There's got to be a way to reduce the penile retraction reflex or shrinkage because Botox does its wonders and there's a muscle behind that. So if we can relax that muscle, perhaps we can solve the problem of shrinkage. And injecting it into the corpus cavernosum, that's where the penis accepts a blood. That's actually still the target. We're not targeting the actual DARTOS muscle proper, but because of all that relaxation there, when the erection relaxes, there's always residual blood remaining in the penis. So you're always in a perpetual state of having a chubby pretty much. And um, that added blood weight weighs on the penis so that it hangs longer in the flaccid state. So in a way it kind of counters that muscle. All right. I was probably the first person to use Botox for that indication of shrinkage. And in the process, we also found that it improves endurance. Patients that may be experiencing premature ejaculation, they can last a little bit longer with Botox in the penis.
0: Who knew? It's amazing. I remember one of the things that you were telling us, and maybe you can just comment on this, is it also is quite important psychologically for a lot of these men. In terms of you talked about the shrinkage and the size of the penis and the flaccid state. Can you maybe just comment a little bit about that as well?
1: Absolutely. It's called locker room syndrome and it's a real phenomenon and guys are more self-conscious around their friends or teammates than they are with their sexual partners. And that's because um, they're being judged in the locker room setting where, um, you know, there's a bit of embarrassment or maybe you just took a cold shower. I don't know. There's lots of shrinkage going on in times of stress. And um, guys feel really self-conscious about that because when they're at home with their partners, they see the erection. So they see the potential and they see that, you know what, they're actually average or maybe even above average. But when they're flaccid and they've got all that shrinkage going on, no one would know.
0: A really interesting phenomenon. So fascinating. It helps with the confidence. It actually, it it does help with the length and the flaccid state. So that's one of the great treatments that you offer. What about for the girth that gets into the filler? Maybe we can talk a little bit about that as well.
1: Absolutely. Again, a lot of my knowledge is from my aesthetic practice. Fillers fill. Okay. So we use that for volume loss in the face. And my application is to increase girth within the penis. And it's fantastic because a lot of guys come in and they may be, again, insecure about their dimensions. And one of the things that we can fix easily is girth by filling. We're just plumping up the penis. We're not changing the erect length, but sometimes it could also help with the flaccid length because there's extra volume and added weight there. So if they do suffer from shrinkage, we pre-treat with the Botox or the neuromodulators, allow it to relax. And then you've got the weight of the fillers on top of that. And it's hanging uh, at a a much um, longer length. So um, that's one way that we could improve.
0: And what kind of, and what kind of results can patients get from this?
1: It's really up to them and their budget. And sometimes budget comes first, but I'll try to respect the budget. So I have a baseline level that I like to start with the patient. And it ends up being about just shy of eight cc's of filler. And depending on your length, that could add possibly a half inch girth in circumference. Um, And then the patients have an option to go bigger during that same session. Um, I've had patients do up to maybe 20 cc's in one sitting, and um, you can increase your girth maybe about an inch and a half, Um, but you don't always have to go for those home runs, right? Because a lot of guys have benefit with just the baseline eight CCs. It's going to look bigger. It feels bigger. It's going to feel bigger within your partner. It's pretty obvious.
0: Pretty amazing. I'm sure there are lots of guys that are listening to this and are thinking, wow, this procedure sounds really painful. Can you comment on that? And what do you do to make sure that it's as comfortable as possible?
1: Sure. My background is anesthesiology. So I like to make things as numb and comfortable as possible. My current protocol, there's four levels of numbing. There's topical. We let that sit for about 20 minutes while we're getting everything set up. And then we do a nerve block and that gets things even more numb. And then I use a cannula. It looks like a long needle, but it's actually blunt and it's not sharp and we Introduce that underneath the skin of the penis and my first pass, I'm depositing a little bit more local anesthetic. And then we inject the product and the product is a blend of two different types of fillers along with local anesthesia. With these four levels of numbing, my patients are really comfortable.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's great. And again, seeing it firsthand, patients are extremely comfortable with this level of anesthesia. So it's, it's great. So the third category of treatments that you offer, if I can break it down that way, would be then getting into the PRP. And that does a little bit of both uh, improvement in form, if you will, with length, but also function. So maybe I can get you to talk a little about the PRP treatments as well.
1: Sure, absolutely. I learned this about seven years ago when I trained with Dr. Ronalds. He is the PRP expert. He's the one that invented the P shot or the pripa shot, he actually experimented on himself. He didn't know what to expect. There was fear of like necrosis and vascular occlusions, but it didn't happen. And something wonderful did happen. And it was basically he discovered how to improve size and function of the penis and it's very safe. We're drawing blood from the patient and we're using specialized kits to collect the platelets in high concentration. We're injecting it back into the penis. And again, I numb everything up really well so that it's comfortable. And the platelets, when they're in the corpus cavernosum, they are activated, which basically means that the platelets release their contents. They're loaded with lots of different growth factors. That's what's responsible for healing and repair. Um, It's also loaded with uh, chemical markers to signal the body to create new blood vessels and it also draws stem cells to the area and stem cells can turn into any tissue type. So we're improving penile tissue. We're creating more penile tissue and a supporting blood supply. So the penis can get bigger, firmer, and it's a great treatment for erectile dysfunction.
0: That's so comprehensive. So you just covered it all. So there's the neuromodulators or Botox, as people often know it as looking at some of the length for shrinkage in particular, looking at filler for girth, also a little bit of length, and then looking at PRP for function and as well as for length. So people can come into you and they can get the whole works if they like. And and it makes a huge difference in their lives, I imagine. What kind of feedback have you got from patients?
1: I have a high satisfaction rate. And a lot of that stems from consultation. All right. A lot of patients contact our office and they are like, okay, schedule me. I want to have this treatment. And we're like, hold on let me get some information from you and we're going to sit down and we're going to have a discussion because it's not one size fits all. Everything that we do, it's best with mild to moderate presentation. And we want to weed out the patients that I don't think are going to do very well. Okay. So something like the P shot, we're trying to fix an organic problem. And that's pretty much decreased blood flow to the penis. So if you're 20 years old and you're having ED, chances are it's not atherosclerotic disease. It -hmm. could be up in here and we want to screen for that. Okay. And then also if you're 70 or 80 years old, um, your, your likelihood of success is probably going to be different than someone in their forties or fifties. So we want to screen for that, but it's not really up to me to tell someone, no, you can, or can't have this procedure. If I think that they're a poor candidate, I'll just say, listen, you, you're going to have to do some soul searching, figure out if you pay for this treatment, will this be something that will cause financial hardship? And if that's the case, then don't do it. All right. However, if you want to go ahead and, and give, give it a try, we may be pleasantly surprised and you may do very well, but um, everyone that I feel like on paper, they're going to do well, for the most part, they are highly satisfied. Um, This is not foolproof though, and I never give a 100% guarantee, but um, very rarely someone is not wowed by this or um, doesn't realize any kind of improvement. And I think that's all just because of the consultation process. So that's in terms of, of function. And then in terms of the aesthetics, if the patient wants length, I want them to do P shot first because That's the only thing of the three options that can really give us improvement in erect length. Okay. And then, if we do get that improvement, then we can start filling and get that girth.
0: Fantastic. Great summary. And just commenting on your processor for the consultation. I've seen that as well in my own practice. Now the importance of the consultation. And I agree with you when you do a good job of the consultation, then patients have good expectations. And I, I think it results in, in better outcomes as well. So this is great, Dr. Leonardo. Thanks so much. I I wonder if you can share with our listeners, with our viewers, if they've heard something here that they're intrigued by and they want to learn more about what you do, where can they go to learn more? Where can they go to reach out and contact you and that sort of thing?
1: So I'm most active with Instagram and my handle is Leonardo Medicine. I post on a near daily basis. Anything up and and coming is going to be on Instagram first before my website. Which is www.leonardomedicine.com. It, it takes a little bit longer for me to really update that site because I'm, I'm like fully invested into Instagram. But yep. yeah, we'll update that eventually. But it's really the Instagram where you're going to get more information from me. And for every post, I'll always include how to get a hold of me. And the email is infoleonardomedicine.com. Once again, that is infoleonardomedicine.com. There's also a phone number there. But, um, but just to get the ball rolling, go ahead and, and email me or contact me on Instagram. Sometimes I won't see those messages because sometimes they're hidden, but eventually we'll get to them.
0: It sounds great. That's fantastic. I want to thank you again for taking some of your time to chat with me and to chat with our listeners. It's really appreciated. And uh, yeah, you're doing great work. I, I really admire what you're doing, and, and I think it's wonderful.
1: Thank you. And and again, thanks for having me. And um, it was was great training you and and your your team and you guys are going to do some fantastic work out in Vancouver.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Leonardo. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I hope you found that informative. I hope you learned a little bit. I know that in my interactions with people at our anniversary celebration last week, many folks did not know that these treatments were available for men. And so I hope that gives you a little bit of an idea of what is available. And if you or you know somebody that would be interested or would benefit from these types of treatments, then as always, feel free to send them my way. I'm at antiagingvancouver.com or through my personal website, drterryfisher.com or through my own Instagram at dr terry fisher thank you so much for tuning in uh, this week if you are enjoying these podcast episodes then please feel free to leave a review as well on your favorite podcast player it helps a ton to have the podcast discovered by other people that uh, may benefit from it as well as always i hope you have a wonderful week and i'll talk to you again very soon thanks for listening to today's episode of anti-aging insights Stay tuned to discover more of the latest news, treatments, technologies, and developments in non-surgical cosmetic and anti-aging medicine. For more inspiration, to access the show notes, or to book an appointment with Dr. Fisher, Dr. Frame, or any of the other anti-aging professionals, please visit our website at antiagingvancouver.com. Until next time, stay inspired and live life well.